0: When two Division I athletes discuss the challenges and successes of navigating life after competing, you get conversations designed by athletes for athletes. I'm Don Sutton.
1: And I'm Brooke Beerhouse, sharing with the athletic community stories and insights to better understand life when your sport ends.
0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever this episode finds you today. My name is Don Sutton. Alongside me is Brooke Beerhouse, and this is When Your Sport Ends.
1: If you are new to the show, welcome, and we're glad that you're here and you made time to join us on When Your Sport Ends. Transitioning out of competing in a sport is a really tough time to go through, and it's full of life lessons that don't just stop after your athletic career ends. We have interviewed 20 former, yes, 20 Don. It's a lot. 20 former collegiate and professional athletes over the course of this podcast. And one topic that continues to come up in conversations with athletes is the importance of failing, being comfortable with failure. As athletes, we tend to put a lot of pressure on ourselves to perform. And when you're used to being the best and winning in your chosen sport, failure isn't always something you experience.
0: But the idea that failure means losing or not reaching your goal is completely wrong. When we talk about failing, we talk about the first step to learning, growing and evolving.
1: I like that. I think that the secret to success is failure. And I'm not the only one who thinks that. Ariana Huffington has a famous quote and she says, failure is not the opposite of success. It's part of success. Or then you look at Thomas Edison saying, I have not failed, I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. And, I mean, if you need one more quote to really drive this idea home, here's one from the greatest athlete of all time, Michael Jordan. I can accept failure, everyone fails at something, but I can't accept not trying. So, we're going to start this episode off with sharing our most recent failures and how we're using those failures to reach our version of success. But before we get into it, let's take a moment to hear from our sponsors this week. You know what time it is it's our Bet Online ad. The Super Bowl is right around the corner. If you are looking to place a bet on any of the sports going on, betonline.ag is the best and only place to lock it in.
0: I mean, I know I'm going to use them for whoever may reach the Super Bowl.
1: Yep, it's coming down to crunch time, so you can head on to betonline.ag today and you can take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Um, Their casino online also never closes, which is great if you are a better. Head online to betonline.ag and sign up today.
0: Your online sports book expert.
1: With a new year comes tons of new big games in sports. With big games, what do you need?
0: You need food. That's you for need sure.
1: big steaks.
0: Oh, I love big steaks.
1: <laughs> yeah. Kansas City Steaks has the cuts you crave to celebrate the playoffs and the big game. You can visit KansasCitySteaks.com game day. And save up to $25 on combos, perfect for the game day. Plus, you get free shipping with code B-L-E-A-V. That's BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, at checkout.
0: Oh yeah, I'm going to use that. Some shrimp wrap and bacon, some mac and cheese melts maybe, or even beef wellington. Oh yeah, a little burger slider.
1: That sounds great. Again, you can go to KansasCitystakes.com slash Gameday and use the code BLEAV, BLEAV at checkout for free shipping. Kansas City Stakes, big games, big taste. Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. It's different for you. It's different for me. One thing is certain. Every day there's an opportunity to win. Just like Scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Every day grab-and-go, every day giftable, every day fun. The new lucky number scratcher from the Virginia Lottery. 32 chances to win $500,000 plus four bonus games. Stop by your closest retailer and check it out. For odds and more information, visit valottery.com. So I promised after our ads we would talk about our failures. Do you want to start on what was your latest failure that you feel like has set you up for your version of success going forward?
0: Hmm. Latest failure. Yeah. Well, I'll start with a mini failure. My bike uh, basically broke down on me the other day um, over one of our mountain biking courses in lovely Bentonville. And it has made me realize that I need to get better about tuning my bike. Hmm. But from a bigger, like broader picture, I think a good one for me, um, within this past year of COVID has been really, um, trying to figure out what I can do with my life and my career a little bit more. And, the failures that associated that came with that and that journey had been anything and everything yeah. i had worked for a compostable company i had been applying to hundreds of jobs via online which those online systems probably rejected me almost immediately learning about those things and learning about how to fine tune not only my um Process in trying to figure out how to build on my career, but also uh, my brand, if you will.
1: Yeah. Well, it sounds like acknowledging that aspect of not being where you want to be right in that moment. I, I know because I was there with you, and that was hard.
0: It was. It was. I mean, sitting around um, collecting unemployments definitely, uh, something I'd never done before. Yeah. And honestly, I hated it. It was weird. And, you know, you, you just feel like you're not very proactive or you're not doing something with your life and it leads you on journeys that, Uh, you never quite thought you'd get into. I mean, for me, I found myself learning a ton about blockchain as well as working with local sustainable companies Mm -hmm. and moving forward with um, continuing to apply for jobs around the area. Fortunately, Bentonville's got a great um, CPG, which is Consumer Packaged Goods, uh, base for job applications and really through all of those I had learned to fine-tune really what not only what I wanted to do but also um, bring in a whole breadth of knowledge about myself when put in those certain situations.
1: Yeah and I think that you started to reframe taking unemployment in a way that that was a period in your life where you could, where a lot of people could say, like, oh, that's that doesn't correlate with this version of success that we have in our heads, like financial and, and, and everything. But you also then said, okay, with that money and the, this time that I have, I'm doing all I can to find another job with the market being how it was, but I'm also going to invest in myself in in future endeavors by learning something different. And I felt like it's easier said now and to talk about now because you do have a great career path going on and you are very fortunate to be in a new job and feeling good. But I want to go back to this idea that failure, you know, was in this mix in those couple of months and like how you got out of telling yourself that you were a failure or tell or or just like having that narrative in your head of like oh I'm failing how did you get out of that
0: I think it really it was it it kind of was reiterative right yeah like I felt like I made strides and then something big happens where it's like you're no longer making strides or you're getting set back or you get a call back from recruiters or somebody who's like we're actually putting positions on hold right now that was hard and i think it's for me it was The hardest part for me during that time was acknowledging that we were in a pandemic. We were in a crisis. I mean, we're still in a crisis, right? And saying, okay, so yes, this is probably a majority of those companies. How do I work around that? And how do I move around that? And for me, the idea came to. I guess move myself forward within this was just keep focusing on relationship building
1: oh yeah
0: and really that's how I had landed this position I'm currently in which is contract work I'm also helping out Michael a local friend who I met through that compostable company that I was helping out Mm -hmm. and I will be doing bookkeeping slash CPA work for him while he gets his new sustainability company off launched off the program and also just setting up for blockchain yeah. um i mean we not only applied you and i not only managed to apply to the south by southwest and get selected based on our interesting topic of bringing blockchain to the film industry but also through just various analysis and everything else, really kind of growing. Um, I don't want to say I'm like a day trader <laughs> in crypto, but I've definitely learned. Though, I've say. definitely learned some things about it, and it keeps me keeps my interest intrigued in it, as well as seeing the capabilities around blockchain and how we can incorporate them, especially with film Mm -hmm. and that kind of led us into our u of a project so we're very fortunate enough to know a blockchain professor at the university of arkansas and we were able to bring in an idea and see what his students came up with came up with yeah and i think that that was a big success and now it's the next step of bringing in a developer and learning from everything going along the way
1: yeah and this idea of failing is something that can be really tiny minuscule you know learning or it can be huge uh life changing throughout you know the course of your your daily life like it was with dawn that sense of okay now i need to find a new job yeah um that is definitely life altering Whereas now mine feels a little bit silly to be sharing my most recent failure, but... Nonsense. It's still, it's interesting to me. So I feel that the moment I'm sort of failing because I feel ridiculous having to learn this new skill, which is roller skiing, it's cross-country skiing, but you use the bottom are like two... Rolling as you would with rollerblades, but they're they're meant for to mimic exactly cross-country skiing. And I'm training for to be able to do a biathlon, which is the cross-country ski and target shooting. Hopefully, maybe by like the end of this year or early next year, it'd be cool to do an actual competition. But we're in northwest Arkansas, which granted, more north than if we were in. Arkansas, or not Arkansas. Oh my God. Texarkansas is what Texarkansas, I was thinking. Kansas, yeah. um, Texarkana. Why do they Texarkana. That's what they call it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, my apologies if you are from Texarkana. I'm not bashing on you. It just felt like we would have no snow. And uh, where I'm going with this is that roller skiing is helping me to mimic cross-country skiing when there's no snow here. So I have two poles and my skis. And I go out to this little area. It's about a 400-meter loop over by us in our neighborhood. And I felt so ridiculous the first time I did it because there were a lot of people out there, and I almost didn't try for the first time because I didn't want to fail or fall and look stupid. And that's my own thing. I always want to be like great at something, the minute I try it but that's just not realistic like sometimes it works out but it's been really good for me to sort of learn a new skill or just be okay with not being great right out of the gate with it because roller skiing is weird yeah it's a yeah it's it's interesting it's really the skis are super narrow and so it's easy to fall and uh if you hit a bump on the surface Yeah, it's it's been it's been good for me to Quote-unquote fail at that even though now i'm able to really reach benchmarks and see progress, which is great
0: It's important too. I mean I think overcoming those steps if you were to stop at Everything after the first shot just purely out of embarrassment You Wouldn't know your true Potential Mm -hmm. right and I mean, it went from doing that 800 meter loop in 15 minutes to now you're probably down to what, like, two, six. six. <laughs> but I mean, you cut it in half and yeah. you've done it four times. Yeah. So it's not been as many. You know. Yeah. Once it once you get down to that good pace, then you can start worrying about those fine tuning things. But so true. You're you're definitely on the right path. <laughs>
1: It's also really cool to see how people handle failing and how people handle life when it's not perfect, and yes. when you're not in like it's it's easy for me to go out and run at, like a fast pace with someone and like feel good about myself because I'm like oh yeah I'm still running fast or you know I I know that I excel in that specific athletic realm, but then to go out and. I mean, let you see me not being great at something like the roller ski. Mm-hmm. I had him come out and tell me how how it looked, or like if there are ways to maybe tweak and uh, and it and it was it was hard for me to let you see me like that.
0: I think it was important though. Yeah, because no, I can bring important. in an outside perspective, and I think that's one of the pieces about failure. Mm-hmm. The hardest thing to overcome is being okay with people seeing your current state and being open to hearing what people have to say yeah and i know that that can be annoying sometimes when you're playing golf and somebody (laughs) starts giving you tips out of the blue always but you know i i kind of ignore those Mm -hmm. i'm just saying because everybody's got their own tip and I don't know if they just paid for lessons or something and want to share the knowledge now, but it's just like, please.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, failing is the next step to success and maybe it's not the direct next step. Maybe you're going to have to keep on failing, but it definitely, I think, and many people agree Mm -hmm. that it is the direct path to success. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think a excellent example, circling back to the quotes you had used earlier. Yeah. Um, I just remember, I, I forget if it was, I think it was. It was uh, the Netflix series with Michael Jordan. Yeah. And they talk about how after he wins three NBA championships, he goes and he the plays. The last dance. That's he, what it was, The yeah. last dance. Yes. He goes and he plays baseball. Yeah. And he was out there every morning. He worked harder than anyone on that team. Mm -hmm. And that's how he stepped up to, I believe he got to the majors for a brief stint, a brief, brief stint. And then went back down, but his improvement and his drastic improvement through there, you know, he had to overcome, I'm sure a ton of failure. Mm -hmm. And then oddly enough, I think that this is another important part. They mentioned that, uh, they thought that going into another sport, Helped him become the greatest of all time in the sense that he was reintroduced to kind of relearning a sport and being okay with that failure and overcoming what we identify, what some identify as failure, but some identify as just learning. Yeah. Right. And I think that that's really great in the sense of putting your mind to transfer that word failure into learning
1: oh that is the best way to end this episode that little bit of recommendation and advice of next time you fail or your quote-unquote fail just tell yourself change that narrative i'm not i didn't fail i'm learning and if someone questions you about it just tell them that you're learning I think that's so important. Don, what a great piece of advice.
0: Thank you.